Welcome to The Real Game Boys, the only podcast that self-resurrects after a year of not doing podcasts. I'm Corey. I'm Justin. How's it going, man? Good. Uh, it's been a while. It has. Um, and you know, the great thing about us taking this time off is now this podcast is going to be brought to everybody in full high definition. <laughs> so. It will be interesting to actually hear the uh, the audio differences with uh, this new setup because we do have it streamlined a bit and I think we're we're kind of on point to to do a good podcast again so yeah this is actually take two for us we tried to record <laughs> once already um which actually I think is gonna be nice because that kind of got the cobwebs knocked off and now we're gonna have a great episode hopefully it's a lot of pressure yeah well <laughs> but um so uh we for those of you who've never really listened to us uh, we're just two average guys playing video games and talking about them. Yeah. Um, anything from the Atari 2600 up to, uh, you know, PS4, current gen. And I will say off the bat, just so that we can get this out of the way, just, just so we can get this out of the way, um, we are definitely biased in some areas. And I think the audience should know that because neither of us own an Xbox One and we definitely both subscribe to the idea of console wars and the idea of Sony kicking Microsoft's ass, but that's a, it's a whole nother show. But that just being said, we do, we will talk about everything back to the Atari 2600 all the way to current gen stuff. To be fair, I do own a 360 now. So, Oh, you do? Yeah. When'd you get that? Oh, three months ago. I got it. Just, yeah, I got it. It's just pretty much for Halo (laughs) and, uh, Forza. Excuse okay. me, Forza. Is that um, is that all the games you have for it, or? Yeah, I have. And, um, I'm borrowing one of my stepdad's games right now. It's just like Sniper Elite Two. Okay, you have a sniper it's not games? A bad game. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, um, I just wanted to say that because we'll be, like I said we will be definitely more biased towards Sony, um, as we both have enjoyed. Sony yeah. So if you have a problem 1. with it, then fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and again and justin's uh tone and the words he chooses to use are not always the most politically correct um but that's kind of part part of the charm like be ready for us to argue over stuff even though that's not what this podcast is about it just it tends it to happen up, yeah that ends up happening <laughs> quite a bit um for the people that used to listen we have changed the format a little bit we are now uh, not going to focus primarily on news like we used to. We're going to kind of just have roundtable conversations. Um, hopefully, eventually, we can start streaming some more stuff on Twitch and uh, post some YouTube videos as well as I would like to actually eventually maybe stream some of the podcasts live. And yeah. then if we can get enough followers, have people tweet at us during it and we can... Yeah, it'd be cool. And to get, invol- get involve involved. our audience. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Yeah, and do more like kind of, you know, fan discussions mm-hmm. and stuff that other people want to talk about. Because, you know, we're going to talk about what we want to talk about, but we'd also like to hear what you, you know, would enjoy us talking about yeah. or what you would like to hear. Um, I think we should first uh, go ahead and shout out our sponsors, uh, 1-800-HERPES uh, being one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see if you'd cut me off. <laughs> I'm going to have to now. <laughs> All right. Um, so we are still going to talk about some news items every week. Uh, this some week. Stuff we'll, that interests, interests yeah. us. This week we'll go ahead and talk about something new that just came out today that um, Nintendo chose their next two smartphone games, which is going to be an Animal Crossing game and Fire Emblem. And that's I, next to the new Pokemon Go, because yeah. that's something that's already developed, and I'm pretty sure it's already come out in Japan. I am really excited about the Fire Emblem game. I mean, Fire Emblem, I think, is an amazing game already, just to have a mobile version of it. It's interesting. It's, yeah, it's kind of so cool. I feel like with just up up until this like past year, I feel like Fire Emblem has caught on a lot more, and it's become a lot more mainstream, where before it was kind of like a a lesser known RPG, but definitely the fans, you know, that enjoy, you know, awakening to like shadow dragon or even the, 
the stuff that was on the Super Famicom. Um, I just think it's gotten more mainstream, which is cool that they're like, yeah, let's turn this into a mobile game. Because you're going to see N- Nintendo do that a lot from here on out and be doing more mobile game stuff, which I think is great. I think that's great for them. Well, yeah, it is really great for them, especially since they obviously can't make a decent system. So, um, <laughs> you you want to talk about how you're brainwashed by Sony? We can go ahead and talk by about Sony. It. Yeah, or by, by Nintendo. Sorry. You don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, my, my next my next article that I want to talk about is about Sony, and it's about a great game called Uncharted Four. A which, Thieves' End. A Thieves' End, which has uh, been hijacked. <laughs> I guess it's been we stolen. could. Say. Some thieves have by stolen a thief. Thieves' End. <laughs> um, uh, they fell off they, the back of a truck, huh? Well, that's, I don't know. That's what they're saying. <laughs> or it was stolen off the back of a truck. Like, yeah, well, it was, it was stolen off the back. Now, I, I really, I really want to know, was this done just like a smash and grab job or something this high caliber? I mean, has anybody questioned any of the cast from Ocean's Eleven? <laughs> I mean, I know Bernie Mac's dead, but I mean, there's still other ones alive. <laughs> I think we. I think this is a conspiracy, guys. I'm not sure, but we need to start looking into this. I'm. I'm wondering if they just did it. What about Tom Cruise? Mission Impossible. You know. He- <laughs> yeah. I'm look well here. Check this out. So I'm looking on eBay right now, and there's a a U.S. seller that has Uncharted Four for eighty nine dollars and seventy four cents, and they have five available. Hmm. So. But it wasn't even stolen in the U.S. That's the fucked up part. Well, they either that stolen, or this person it was stolen in the U.K. Them. Yeah, so if it was in the U.K., then it's still an English game. Like it's it's not going to be the the Japanese version because I see there's Japanese versions um, available as well. But I don't know. Maybe this guy's got the hookup over in the U.K. and he's part of the. The video game mafia. <laughs> I want to be part of that mafia. Do you? Yeah, I think that'd be kind of cool. You know? I think Just... this is shitty for people to first steal games or somebody stole the game. And then you come to me asking it. a favor on the day of Uncharted's release. <laughs> <laughs> so there's people stealing this game and then pawning it off to a seller that then is jacking up the price, you know, a week or two before it comes out. Because when does this come out, right? It's like next... Uh, next week, I believe. Yeah, it's like next week or something. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's BS. Um, it's let's see. What else are we going to talk about? The N- Nintendo NX console has been delayed to March. It hasn't been delayed. It's been announced that they're going Announced, to be... but everybody was speculating it was going to come out before this holiday season. So we're going to call it a delay. Yeah. And <laughs> they also... They didn't... De- well, okay. So they announced when they're going to release the system, and then they delayed the new legend of zelda because they're assholes now i feel feel like a couple things need to be noted at this first of all they announced a system that they didn't even show they didn't even show a physical copy when sony announced when the ps4 was going to be released they already showed what the system looked like they already released the specs um i believe they even announced a couple games that were going to come out for it so far, Nintendo has done kind of one of those things and is pretty much saying that you're going to get a better version of The Legend of Zelda when it can't, comes out. They didn't show the system. We don't know any specs about it. Yeah, it's all rumors I don't, right now. <clears throat> I don't think there really is a system right now. They have a system. They have, they have something because <laughs> they've been working on this for a while now i think there's definitely been a team on it ever since the wii u really didn't take off and they're like okay well you know things didn't get better i think they know the issues they need to change you know they know the issues they need to fix which i think is going to be huge and i think that this system is going to be i think it's going to be a big one for them i think they're going to try something different again because they always do every Nintendo console since I mean you could even say the NES was something totally new and different because before that there was no other than like the Atari there was no you know 
entertainment system because that's what they called yeah. it. They didn't call it a video game console because that wasn't there was no such thing as calling it a video game console at that time, you know. Yeah. So well, I don't know. I still think that something shady with Nintendo right now and No, I think needs- they're I think they're about to turn stuff around. I really do. I think this next console is going to be a chance for them to, you know, play in the big leagues in terms of com- actually competing with Sony and Microsoft, which for a long time they haven't really had to compete with Sony and Microsoft because you got to think the Nintendo fan base buys a Nintendo console to play Nintendo games. You know, you don't necessarily care about the third-party games initially, at least most people that are buying it, or they want something that's kid-friendly, mm-hmm. you know, which has obviously hurt Nintendo in the long run. Granted, they've had some great great titles on the Wii U, but it hasn't been a ton of games. Yeah. The library is significantly smaller than any other one of their consoles, aside from the Virtual Boy. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Choked on my beer on that one. <clears throat> what if they came out with a... <laughs> just like they did with the 3DS, where it was like 3DS, the 3DS XL, then the new 3DS XL. What if they came out with the new Virtual Boy? What if it was the new Wii U? <laughs> <laughs> or the new Wii? That would be funny. <laughs> um. So in local news and by local i mean news that affects either Corey or i um i was recently in a rocket league tournament which by the way rocket league is a new game i started playing uh prior to when we stopped recording the podcast um it's essentially soccer with rc cars and it's amazing well (laughs) um i met a couple guys on the game and we ended up developing a team and we were all pretty good. You know, I'm not the kind of person to brag about my gaming skills most of the time, but, um, you know, I'm actually a ranked goalie, and then we have a striker that's really good. So uh, a couple months ago, Rocket League announced that they were going to do an open tournament. Anybody can sign up as long as they have a team of three. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we signed up for this, and we started, I mean, we were practicing four to six nights a week getting ready for this tournament for months uh, tournament day was Saturday, and uh, yeah, so pretty much what happened was the server that they use or the website that they used to monitor the brackets, which was called smashgg.com, they crashed in the middle of the tournament, and we were about five games in at this point. When doing quite well, we had lost one, and but it was double elimination, so we weren't too worried about it. Yeah. Um. What ended up happening is the bracket that we got moved to, we got disqualified with several other teams in our bracket, and all day Saturday, like by now we're furious because we're like what the hell's going on we've been working so hard not necessarily <laughs> thinking already not necessarily thinking that we were going to win the entire thing but we thought yeah, we'd but you were make doing it. yeah and you were already doing well you know for the yeah, first we, day of yeah. matches yeah we thought we were gonna do relatively decent you know <laughs> and then we uh get booted down to this other bracket and that was fine you know that meant we had more of a chance and everything like that well we went days without hearing anything. Rocket League said that they were working with Smash to fix it. Today we finally got an email saying either today or tomorrow we can play our makeup game. So we're actually going to be playing tomorrow night. Hopefully we can win. We'll see how it goes. So Yeah, well, I think, um, you know, them doing this uh, contest, if you will, this bracket of games uh, is something new. And, you know, this is the first time they're actually doing it, and a lot of people signed up. So, you know, definitely you're going to see server issues, which we have seen a lot of server issues just in the last month with Rocket League. And I think that's mainly because 
Xbox One just got connected to the servers. That's been causing and, a lot of issues. And it's also uh, kind of interesting because since Xbox One um, has joined the servers, we may see the first cross-platform game with yeah, these guys. You see, we can already play, uh, PlayStation 4 can already play with PC. Uh, right now, as it stands, Xbox One players can only play with other Xbox One players. But Rocket League, Xbox, and Sony have all said that is about to change. We're about to see the first cross-platform game all three ways. Yeah, which is, that's also something we wanted to talk about is like, you know, we may be entering this new time where regardless of what system you're on, you're able to play with your friends regardless of what system they're on. You know, I think everybody would like that because I think respectively... You know, people want to have Xbox One for certain, you know, exclusive titles. The same with the PS4 and the same with the Nintendo. But for those games that are going to be, you know, cross-platform in terms of, you know, what systems they come out on, I think it'd be amazing if everybody could play online with their friends, even if their friend's playing on a different system. You know, and I think we're finally to the point where all the systems are equally you know, kind of matched in terms of their computing power, in terms of their um, online, you know, capabilities that we could actually see that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see what else is next. I don't know where I'm at. <laughs> um, oh, so this week's topic. Um, this week we are going to talk about the current gen systems. They've been out for long enough now where... Um, PS4, Xbox One, and I guess we can even say the Wii U, we can give them a relatively decent review. And I mean, yeah, we don't own Xbox Ones, but I think now we can go ahead and give them a decent opinion because I've gotten to play an Xbox One several times. Yeah, and I haven't. Actually, I, I've actually had one in my house for a week where I got a chance to play it for a while. And Yeah. So I, I did get a chance to get an opinion on it finally. So, I guess the first thing is, what do you like about the modern, like the current gen systems? Um, well, for me, you know, I own the Wii U and I own the PS4, and um, I've had the PS4 since it came out, and I've had the Wii U for about two years. Um, let me let me break it down by system. I'll, I'll start with the Wii U, just talking about what I like, and then we can get into the PS4 where you can chime in on that. Um, what I really like about the Wii U, I, d- I don't mind the gamepad. Um, I think it's fun for some games, especially games like Splatoon, games like Mario Maker. I think it's really cool. Um, what I love about the Wii U is the virtual console for finding games, and they've been they've been adding a lot, a lot of stuff recently, a lot of uh, N64 and um, even GameCube and uh, Wii games to the virtual mm-hmm. console. So um, I really enjoyed that. Uh, you know, there's a lot of great games. For the, there's not a lot of great games, but there's some really good great games for the Wii U as long as, as well as the ability to play, you know, regular Wii games. And then with the virtual console, because you can't, you know, with the, with the original Wii, you were able to plug in directly to the Wii with a GameCube controller to play GameCube games because it was backwards compatible with GameCube games. Now, the Wii U is backwards compatible with uh, Wii games, so you use the regular Wii controllers and all that, but there's no ports for the GameCube controllers. But now you can get the Wii U-compatible GameCube controllers because they came out with that when they came out with uh, the new Smash Brothers. So... Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, and I've actually been, been spending a lot more time with the Wii U over the last couple of weeks, and, you know, I, I really enjoy it. I'm going to miss it. Um, I wish there were more games for it, but the games that have come out on it have been really great. Um, now, let's, let me... Now, do you think that the reason you've been spending more time with the Wii U recently is because uh, Nintendo has brainwashed you? No, I've just been <laughs> really enjoying some games on there some especially some Wii titles and um, what Wii titles the uh the WarioWare um what is it War- WarioWare Move or 
WarriorWare Get Moving or something. I forget what, what it's called. Or WarriorWare Moves. Smooth Moves. That's what it is. Smooth Moves. <laughs> Took me a minute, but uh, <laughs> that is really, really fun. I love all the WarriorWare games, the Game Boy Advance game, the GameCube game. Um, and this one's really fun, and it uses the Wii Mote, which uh, kind of makes for some interesting little mini games. So I've been playing that. And then a game I was telling you about yesterday uh, called Mad World, which is like one of the most gruesome and graphic, like bloody games I've ever seen, let alone like on the Wii. Um, that's really, really fun. Uh, Splatoon, I played that for a while, some Super Mario Maker. And uh, the Wii Fit U, I've been doing that a lot recently, which is really, really fun. And I I messed around with it a lot, like when I first got it, which was a while ago, and then I kind of just forgot about it. And then this kind of this past week, I got out the balance board and I was like, yeah, I'm going to play some, some Wii Fit U, you know, do some yoga, do some exercise and stuff. And I forgot how much fun it is and how much fun like some of the little mini games so- are. So how how do you feel about them uh, postponing Zelda and kind of pushing it with the new Nintendo system? I think it's going to be good for the game in the long run. And I think, you know, I mean, we, we don't even know what the NX is going to be or how are you going to be controlling it or what gimmick they're going to be packaging with it because Nintendo loves to do that. But... I think it's going to be great. I'm kind of, I'm a little bummed that like, you know, we've, we've heard about this Legend of Zelda for the longest time. It looks great for what they showed on the Wii U. Like Hyrule looks amazing. The HD, HD graphics, you know. Hold on, on before you, before you go on, can I uh, just go ahead and read you a couple of quotes? (laughs) From what? You. From me. Yeah. Okay. This new Zelda game has been delayed so many times, and now they are going to use it to get people to buy the new system. Because unless you want to, the dumbed-down version, you're going to need the NX, which is bullshit. It is this bullshit. This is... Hold on. <laughs> this is my favorite part. Now you're probably going to quit texting me altogether. <laughs> This is like the power glove in the virtual boy having anal butt sex <laughs> shooting out an NX console. I was upset that day. <laughs> I think that was when I when I first found out about it. I was like, man. But I want you at to the know same time, here's the here's, second you sent that to me, I had planned to use that against you because I knew yeah. you were going to backpedal. No, I'm not. I'm not backpedaling from that because I still agree with that and I still stand by what I said, but. I've had some more time to think about it, and I think it's a, it's a good move for them to have this first-party game that's going to come out right next to the console. I think that's amazing because when when was the last time that that happened when Nintendo launched a system and a Zelda right next to it? I don't know if that was – I don't even think that was the Wii. Mm-hmm. It might have been – I don't even know if that – if Wind Waker on the GameCube – came out at launch but that's going to be huge for him it's going to be huge for him but it's also going to mean that zelda is a great way to start in terms of having a first party game that's going to come out right when the console comes out but they need to have other titles they need to have a new super mario brothers isn't this going to be like the first nintendo console that does not have a zelda game attached to it though the wii u um i think yeah because nes we had zelda one one and two, and then Link to the Past on. I mean, the the Virtual Boy didn't have a Zelda game. The Virtual Boy doesn't count. It was that was a console they came out with. The Virtual Boy never counts. I don't know if the Game Boy ever had a yep. game. Link's Did Awakening, oh, and yeah, then Link's Awakening DX, which was technically for the Game Boy Color. Okay. And then Wind Waker, and. What's that other? What's the other one? It's the, is it Twilight Prince? No, not Twilight Princess is on the the Wii. Um, what is that other one that's on GameCube? I'm sure whoever's listening to this, it's a Zelda fan, is just screaming right now. But like there's you fucking assholes. You yeah, there's a Wind Waker. I mean, they came out with a Wind Waker HD, you know, yeah. for the Wii U. But 
that's basically it. I mean, it's it's a really good remake, but basically, you know, a remake. So let's so, let's let's get on to the PS4, and let me just I'll, I'll be quick with this because. Well, I was gonna go ahead and say, um, with the PS4, what I like is the fact that Sony really upped their game, especially with, not only with the um, the performance of the system, but with the user interface. The PS3 user interface was kind of shit. And it was good. It was good for for the time, but jumping from PS3 to PS4. I mean, I it still, I still huge. remember. Yeah, I still remember the first night that I got it and got to play with it. And I was like, man, this is yeah. such a great experience. Um, I did kind of regret buying the PlayStation camera because there was <laughs> nothing that ever went to it, <laughs> um, other than the uh, that one. Um, what was that game called? I was just thinking about that the other day. The little game where you have. Uh, you have the control. You have the controller, and then you have these little robots like in the room <laughs> with you, and you can kick them and everything. It was kind of entertaining for five minutes, but yeah, my my daughter had fun with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, as far as that, I mean, games. I mean, there's a great selection. I I really feel like that they're definitely moving up now. They have recently. Well, they haven't officially announced, but there's been rumors of what they call the PlayStation Neo. And which is essentially going to be a 4K version of the PS4 with a slightly better processor and um, more RAM and stuff like that. Now, a lot of people are kind of booing this because they're like, oh, you know, they're they're already trying to make the PlayStation better. It's like everybody's done this. It's just the like PlayStation 3 slim, PlayStation 2 slim. Um, they came out with a smaller or different version of the PS1 at the when that was out, Xbox has done it. Uh, I think the only company that hasn't really done it is Nintendo with the Wii U. And the Wii they kind of did because they, they added did the Motion. Wii Mini. Yeah, and they added Motion Plus. Um, yeah, but so, so here, here let me let me chime in on this because this is something we talked about yesterday. But um, I think the difference between this and what we've seen happen in the past is this is the first time that... Um, everything's going to like the system is actually going to be making games better on the console aside from like loading times like it's actually going to change how they make games because games are going to then need to be compatible with this new 4k system and And i I mean yeah that's bullshit that they're doing that but i'm not going to act like i'm not going to want it because i know me and I know, yeah, I'm probably going to want to buy it the second I get a 4K TV. Um, you think it's going to be worth it, though? Well, right now, a 4K TV isn't even on my radar because I'm planning on getting a projector. Yeah. Um, and if I switch, if I just jump from a high-definition projector to instead of getting a high-def, getting a 4K, I'm looking at seven or $14,000, and I just don't have $14,000 for 14000 You mean 1400 yeah, no, fourteen thousand dollars for a Sony four K projector. Oh, a 4K it also projector. Does... I thought you were talking about a TV. Okay. No, no, no. no. Yeah, four K um, projector. That sounds ridiculous. That would be awesome, though. Yeah, and it also does three D, which yeah. kind of makes all you of them do three D. Which kind of makes you wonder how close are we to holographs right now? Um, <laughs> Nintendo's looking at that. Yeah, well, I'm sure they're all looking at that. Um some of the flaws with it just some some things at first kind of felt incomplete now they've released updates where they've made things better i mean parties are better now they have share play um you can they've be offline yeah you can be offline um they've teased a lot of stuff that you think that make you think that what they have in development like they um PlayStation Plus members, I don't know if you still can watch the first two seasons for free of a show that they have on the PlayStation Network called Powers. Mm-hmm. It's a comic book show because, you know, comic books are huge right now. Um, so this Sony's making this show, and there's a part in the show where a guy is sitting there playing video games, and he's video chatting almost like Skype. playing a Wii U? No. He's... <laughs> He's uh, playing a PS4, but it's like he's almost Skyping, like a video chat while he's playing a game. There's a, like, 
a video chat going on through his PlayStation. Now you can tell that this was still in development at the time because when they showed it, you could see coding underneath the picture. So you're like, all right, this is still in the works. I was kind of hoping it was going to come out in the past update, but you know, unfortunately it didn't. Yeah. Other cool things that I should mention that they've come out with is the fact that you can cross play with either a PS Vita or now even a laptop you can do cross play with, which, which is doesn't really, work. <laughs> uh, it works fine for me. So really, yeah, it I works fine for several other people I know. I <laughs> the only thing work. I think my router is the not only good enough. The only thing that, like I said, it feels incomplete is you cannot chat in a party while you're doing it. Like they can, you can oh. hear them, but they can't hear you. Um, it's kind of a bummer. Something else cool is uh, PlayStation Now, which is essentially a streaming service for video games. Yeah. Um, it has PS One, Two, and Three games on it. It's a PSN and, games. Yeah, and that was huge. I mean, you've never seen anything like that before. So that's when it came out, it also had some flaws that they definitely worked on that and got it under control. And now they're offering a live TV service called the PlayStation view. Yeah. So, I mean, they definitely have things that they need to work on, but in my book, everything they're doing is right, which is why I own a PS4. So what about you, Corey? Um, I'll agree with pretty much everything you said. The one thing that really bothers me is the fact that it each game takes up so much space on your PS4 that it's it's annoying because I've had to delete games. I've had to de- to delete, you know, game data to yeah. to play more games because it it's like it downs downloads almost the entire game onto your system like the the Batman um, Arkham Knight game is like like 90 gigabytes or something like that on the hard drive which granted that's a huge game but why am i paying for this disc if it's just going to take up all the space on my hard drive you know now um it should be noted that you can also swap out the hard drive very very easily for a larger hard drive yeah Um, like you you can put up to a two terabyte hard drive now and usb hard drives work now yeah um I, mean, and, I just find it annoying. Yeah, it's and I mean gigabytes, but yet it this, fills up. It's the really same. Quick. It's the same way with the Xbox One too. Yeah, and they're even making hard drives now. I saw one for the Xbox One that's like specifically for, you but know, the Xbox One. Those are only USB hard drives. Yeah, I don't think you cannot change out the hard drives in the Xbox One without voiding the warranty. Okay. Which is kind of shit, if you ask me. But it makes sense, though. I mean, people trying to change their hard drive have no idea what they're doing and spill Dr Pepper in there, and then try to, you know, claim the warranty on it. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, if we're going to get to the age where systems and PCs can kind of commingle, then I think that, and I think we should be getting to the point now where console games or console systems should be able to be completely upgradable including ram yeah so i mean yes yes and no because i think the reason why a lot of people console game as opposed to pc game is that they don't have to mess with any of that stuff you know it's like you buy the box you have the box and then you just put a game in it and you play but I, do I will think say I, yes. I, do... I will say yes and no to that, just because of the simple fact that I don't think it's just that. But I mean, a good gaming PC costs a fuck ton of money. I it's, mean, you're looking at thirteen hundred dollars yeah, over a thousand dollars. Yeah, for something good, especially something that could handle VR, because that's kind yeah. of the new, you know, the new thing. Which is, you know, going back to why they're updating the PS4. I think that has a big thing to do with it because there's going to be. At least for the next year, I see. I mean, what, there's going to be a huge push for VR, and we'll see how how far it goes. I mean, I'm not going to be the guy to say, "Oh, VR is not going to happen." You know, it's not going to work. No one's going to, you know, play it. But I think it is. It's going to be a gimmick for a while, yeah. and they're going to try to figure out how to program for it, and they're going to need beefier systems for it. You know, so. I don't know. I'm not, you know, it's like, it's been, it's been three years since the PS4 came out. So 
it makes sense for them to make a new version of it but mm-hmm. it just sounds like this is kind of a totally different and at the same time this the is past. all speculation right now nothing has been confirmed yeah but as a, sony even has said they yeah, said that they on... were looking at that idea and i mean they never really confirmed it and i wonder now with the backlash they may be like eh, this was a bad idea so I mean, they have to come. They're going to come out with some they're, new. They're a smart. They're a smart company. I don't think that they're going to really shoot themselves in the toe right now. Um, in the toe. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's go ahead and I'll. I guess since I'm the one that's played an Xbox One, I'll go ahead and talk about it. Um, I got a chance to borrow a friend of mine's Xbox One because I really wanted to play Zelda or not Zelda <laughs> Forza. <laughs> um, I really wanted to play Forza, so I begged him to let me borrow it for a week and i got a chance to play are you talking about horizon 2 yes is that what it is yeah um so that was the only game i played on it i thought the game was a lot of fun um i didn't have as much fun of with it as i was hoping i would but that's because i mean i had haven't had fun with the game since i've had a racing steering wheel yeah i mean it's not that they're not fun i just it's different. It, owning a racing steering wheel and then going back to a controller racing, it you lose something in you lose you, a lot. You lose something deep inside of you. <laughs> um, now that being said, the graphics were great, the gameplay was great, and I got a chance to really fuck around with the Xbox itself. Um the user interface, I mean, it's essentially Windows 10, mm-hmm. you know? It, so it runs like a Windows computer. Um, I'm not going to say it was great. I'm not going to say it was bad. I, I own Windows computers, but to be honest, I'd rather have a Mac. <laughs> um, oops. Uh, it was easy to use. I mean, there, there wasn't any bugs. It did seem like, I mean, and this was a year and a half after the Xbox one came out. Um, he's a pretty big gamer. And I noticed that my friends list on my PlayStation was bigger than his on his Xbox. Yeah. And I actually, I actually brought it up to him and he's like, oh, well, you know, um, I play with a lot of my friends now on PS4. He owns all three systems. So it was, it wasn't too heartbroken when he let me borrow it for a week. Um, he didn't mind that if I got into the settings, so I did play around with the settings. I did like the some of the themes you could set to the system and uh, yeah. just some of the just some of the little settings that you don't really see. Um, I wanted I wanted to ask you: Did you have a chance to like? Did he give you the connect with it? He did not. No. Okay. So you didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't ask for it either. Yeah. I just wonder um, if you if you mess around with that at all. Yeah, and I didn't ask for it either. I did hear that like the connect like will kind of follow with what you do while you're gaming and everything like that, which would be interesting. But yeah, I didn't ask for that. The system felt great. It felt the stuff that they've added. It felt complete. But once again, it was a year and a half after the system launch. So it was probably just like PlayStation. They had a chance to fix some of the bugs that they yeah. people would complain about. Which, I mean, you still hear like, hey, they fixed this. Um, one thing I liked that wasn't available with the Xbox One that when I was playing was um, my Skype account is hooked up to my PS4. Which is great because like, if oh, I'm really? playing a racing game... Yeah. Or not my Skype. Uh, sorry, my... Uh, Spotify, yeah, uh, yeah, which is really nice because you can sit there and uh, listen to your music while you race and everything. At that time, you couldn't. Now I think Microsoft added something to that within the last update or two, where you can listen to your own music. But I don't think Spotify has anything hooked up to it. I'm sure Microsoft probably has something with the Zoom. If yeah. that's still available, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that, I mean, is, was, that is one thing. We should... It was a decent system. The The controller was comfortable, and yeah. uh, I had fun. So, Do you think you'll get one eventually? I mean, especially now that we're coming, we're, you know, we're, it's about to be summer, but then we're going to get into, you know, 
Christmas sales and and all that stuff, and I'm sure the price is going to go down. Well, I mean, the price did just go down on both systems recently. I don't really th- see myself getting an Xbox One anytime soon. If I get a new, brand new system anytime soon, it will probably be... Um, I've been kind of wanting a new PS4. So if I get a new PS4, I'll probably wait until the Neo drops. Yeah. And if I get the Neo, if I get the Neo, it'll probably be a while after it's out. If I'm going to get a brand new system, I'm interested in the NX, even though I've been talking shit about it, <laughs> mostly for Zelda. Yeah. But I'm... And whatever else once they... Again, once again, I'll probably wait until that's released just so I can hear how many bad reviews it gets before I buy it. Yeah. And that's not me being negative. I'm just... Nintendo lost my trust a while back, so... And, I mean, I've made this analogy to Corey several times, but I look at Nintendo as the younger brother that keeps going into rehab, and you keep paying for his rehab, and then when he gets out, you're like, oh, yeah, he's going to get better just for him to relapse and you pay for his rehab again another six months down the line. So <laughs> it's very true, but um, I'll defend Nintendo by saying aside from the video game stuff, the actual consoles and games where they've messed up with that. Um, I mean, kind of out of nowhere, the Amiibus have been huge for them. Yeah, they have. That on top of what they're doing on iOS, you know, with the Miitomo app, which has been a hit. You know, the Pokemon now, Go you, is about to come out. Have you downloaded that? What did you think? Because I haven't downloaded it. Yeah, it's... Um, um, I'll if, probably get the Pokemon app when that comes out, but... Yeah, um, so the Miitomo is very similar to... It's like a more connected um, Tomodachi Life, which Tomodachi Life is out on the, the 3DS, which is a really 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 fun game i i never thought that i would be into a game like that but it's really cool because you just create people and then they all kind of live in the same apartment complex and then just stuff starts happening you you feed them you buy them clothes and it's it's really interesting and kind of cool Mm kind of like a sims type type thing and that's basically what the mitomo app is but it's you know connecting with people online socially so it's a very social app um i haven't played around with it much i have downloaded it and like made a character um which has been kind of cool but i don't really you know play games on my phone so um so yeah i don't know i and you know talking about the xbox one i i've contemplated getting one a couple times but i've never been like oh i need it for for this or for that you know i mean i think if i don't end up picking one up by like this next Christmas, you know, probably a year after that, I might get one just to start, you know, once all the games go down in price and I still haven't played Sunset Overdrive, which I really want to play that game still. And I wouldn't mind it for some of the Forza games, but I don't know. I wasn't really crazy about Forza Horizon on the uh, 360 because it turned into more of that open world type thing. Yeah, the second one wasn't bad. I really enjoyed it. Um... What have you been playing recently? Um, I mean, aside from our usual hijinks of, you know, playing Destiny and playing Rocket League on on PS4, um, I recently, within the last, it was within the last month, got um, Battletoads for the Sega Genesis, which was a game that I grew up on. And it's not, it's not the Nintendo version. The Nintendo version is... It's a lot harder. I wouldn't say a lot. It's significantly harder than the Genesis version, but the Genesis version is still super, super hard. Um, but I've been playing that game a lot because now I can actually get, I can get to the turbo tunnel stage and get through the turbo tunnel stage. The turbo tunnel stage, I can get through that, like, not always first try. Usually I end up dying maybe two or three times, like, while I'm doing it, but I can get through that and then get to the, the next stage which is like the yeah. ice stage 
and get pretty far on that. Um, I don't, I don't think I've actually gotten through. I may have gotten through it like once. Um, so I've, I've been playing that a lot. Um, I recently started playing Subnautica on PC, which is a really awesome, like underwater adventure game where you go and collect stuff and build stuff. And it's a good, good time waster. Um, and uh armor attack on the vetrix which is probably my favorite system at least favorite system that i own right now um that's a really really fun game kind of arcade game where you're in a little it kind of reminds me of combat from the 2600 where you have a little tank and you move around but you have this tank and you're in this kind of like city where there's all these buildings yeah (laughs) it's just like world of tanks just on the vetrix uh, but you're this little tank, and you can, you move around, and then you shoot all these other guys, and then a helicopter comes in, and you have to shoot the helicopter, and then you get to the next next stage, and that's really, really fun. Um, aside from that, um, I find, like, the same time I picked up Armor Attack, I got another Dreamcast game that I've seriously been looking for for, for over a year now, and that's the Star Wars Episode One Racer, which I have it Actually- on... Actually owned that game for Dreamcast. Yeah, it w- it was a, it's a pretty common game, but like I just I never ever see it, and then when I do see it, it's over twenty dollars, and I just feel like it's not necessarily worth that much money. And I already have it on N sixty four, which the N sixty four version just the graphics are shit. Um, especially like the Dreamcast version is so good, like graphics are are really really awesome. So. Um, yeah, other than that, I mean, I kind of already said I was playing, uh, Mad World and the WarioWare, um, picked up some Splatoon not too long ago, and, uh, Mario Maker, and We Fit You. <laughs> what about you? Well, um, like you said, I've been playing a lot of Destiny and, uh, Rocket League, obviously, with me playing with the team and everything like that. Uh, I did have a recent chance to get a hold of the Mirror's Edge, uh, the new Mirror's Edge beta, which I never played the first one, but I'm well, now definitely... Since you have a 360, you should go pick up the the first one. It's worth it. It's really, really yeah. good. Well, and yeah, I'm probably going to just so I'm not completely lost because they reference stuff that happened in the first one, and I'm just like, yeah. what the fuck are they talking about? Um, like, I don't know why she gets put in juvie yeah. or anything like that. Um, I mean, I obviously, I can kind of tell why she gets put in juvie. I mean, beating up a bunch of people that... <laughs> Being is, a vigilante. But, yeah, and then there's some dude that she owes money to, and they're pissed off at her, and so you're just like, what the fuck's going on? But other than being lost in the story, I mean, I was able to pick it up and get into the gameplay really easily. I love the parkour. The, phys- the physics of her movement was great. I mean, yeah. um, I can see this game being unbelievable on a VR headset. Uh, I can see it being a lot of fun on a VR headset, actually. This um, is, um, it's it's funny that you got to play the beta, because this is one of those games that I, I've never really talked to you about, but ever since I played it for the first time, I was like, Justin would really like this, because it's like, it's all the parkour of Assassin's Creed, but it's like first person, and mm-hmm. it's it makes that it was, the main it, gameplay element. You what know? was weird about it, and like I died, like it's like I rarely died at the hands of the enemy. When I died, it was because of myself, like yeah, misjudging a jump, misjudging a jump, not doing a wall run or something when I should have. You know, it was just that kind of stuff. You're able to really mess up easily. Um, with it being first person, I mean, it was kind of like you start running, like you run towards a cliff and it's like, or the edge of a building or whatever. And you're like, okay, well, shit, I'm not going to clear this and it's too late for me to stop now. So here goes nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, like there are times where you barely clear it and you end up just grabbing onto the edge with yeah, your hand. Pulling yourself that, Which that was scary in itself because it was just like, Oh fuck! I missed it, and then you see your hands go up, and you're like, oh. "Yeah, <laughs> did I get it?" <laughs> no. Um, th- like I said, the gameplay was a lot of fun. We uh, uh, Ben picked it up. He didn't really care for it. The first person kind of fucked with him. Yeah, but I thought it worked great. Um, I've also been playing some. Let's see. 
I've been playing some Contra lately. <laughs> um, been playing a lot of Game Boy games. I've been picking up my Game Boy a lot more lately. Uh, <laughs> been playing a lot of Bo Jackson on there. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, what else have I been into? Um. Oh, uh, Killer Instinct on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, I've been playing that a lot. That's fun fighting game. Uh, like one of the that was like the second fighting game I ever really played. Yeah. Um, the only fighting game I played before that was Mortal Kombat on the stand up arcade machine. Yeah. And that was the first one in uh, the, lo- the local video store here in town. They had one, and me and my stepdad, we would every time he would go rent a movie, I'd be like, "Oh, I want to come too," and we'd come home two hours later because we sat there and played Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> my mom would be pissed, you know, <laughs> like I thought we were gonna watch a movie tonight. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so that's pretty much what I've been into, other than a mobile game here and there. I'm yeah. still picking up. I'm still picking up Clash of Clans, which is still my guilty pleasure. It. Yeah, it's well. Most mobile games, uh, in the episode that we recorded yesterday but won't air because there were some technical difficulties, (laughs) Um, we talked briefly about microtransactions and how they've kind of taken over the world. But now you're starting to see a lot of developers tread lightly with microtransactions because they kind of got out of hand and a lot of gamers started getting pissed. Yeah. Clash of Clans is one of the rare mobile games where you're not forced to spend money in it. And I like that. Yeah, that's good because you shouldn't be forced to spend money. I mean, it's exactly. un- it's understandable if you have to sink some money into a game that you're playing for free, but yeah. you know, it's it's very it's cool when you can get a free to play game and you don't have to sink money into it. You know? Now, my seven or my eight year old nephew, he's uh, recently started playing uh, Clash Royale. Or something like that. I haven't even checked it out yet, but it's made by the same people that make Clash of Clans, except it's like a almost like a tower defense game. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching him play it, and was, I'm not gonna joke. I mean, it's taken everything I've had not to download it on my iPhone because <laughs> was, that looks that looks really fun. And I was just kind of messing around with his, and it's just the same principle. Like, it doesn't force you to spend money. Um, so far, from what I could see, I mean, he wasn't like a majorly high level or anything like that but i mean he was decent and i was just like well that's kind of cool he's only been playing for a couple days so i was like "Ah, should i get it no and i know what's going to happen i know what's going to happen i'm not going to get it on my iphone i'll talk myself into putting it on my tablet to give myself a reason to pick up my tablet (laughs) um but yeah that's essentially what i've been playing um oh i also got a chance to uh, uh play jaws on uh, well, it was on my Raspberry Pi, um, which if we want to go ahead and put a disclaimer out there about our Raspberry Pis, go ahead. Well, I mean, you know, you you don't have many kind of retro games, but I, I kind of have a, a decent... I, I, I started my collection on retro games, right? Yeah. And I'm, about to probably, I'm probably about to make a pretty big deal where I'm going to get 30 to 40 regular Nintendo games with a system. Yeah, which is going to be huge. That'll be cool. But yeah, so aside from... I'll have a bigger Nintendo collection than you then, right? I think I have like 38 games or something like that. It's not that much. It's not that much. I have some good ones, though. I have all the uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games on NES, which is nice. Which actually, I didn't mention that, but I have been playing the um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game um, because I've been trying to... I can't even get past the second level, but I've been working at it so but no the disclaimer um we do play emulation um i especially like playing emulation because i a lot of times i'll find out about games that i otherwise are really hard to get like um musha for example on the sega genesis which is one of the i don't know if it's the one of the more rare games but it's one of the most expensive games that's anywhere from 300 loose to five hundred seven hundred dollars you know complete which it's an amazing game which is awesome that it's like a really good game that's also you know it's expensive for the right reasons but um you know i i I think i've only seen that game in the wild once and it was you know 250 300 so um i think emulation is great to get to play some of the games that you 
wouldn't necessarily necessarily get to play, and then also get to play games, and then, you know, if they, if you then want to purchase them, which I always enjoy having, you know, the hard copy, and playing on the actual hardware. If it's a, if it's a game I really enjoy, then I always want the hard copy. Yeah. Which is actually um, why I'm really excited about making this deal because uh, one of the there are two of the games that I used to love playing when I was a kid were uh, Double Dribble and blades of steel yeah um, double dribble yeah and i play those a lot on my raspberry pi well this deal has both of them in there they're yeah. both boxed and oh they're boxed yeah with manuals oh. and i'm stoked well, then I am jealous. <laughs> yeah um so yeah and then i mean of course like i mean just games that like you were saying games that we can't find I mean, it's not that we won't ever get them if we find yeah. them in the wild. And I mean, I'm just now getting into going to garage sales and flea markets and stuff, trying to find retro games. And hopefully this summer, me and Corey can post a little mini series on YouTube of us looking for games around the Indiana area, at flea markets, garage sales and all that. And I do want to give a shout out to um, another YouTube channel um called the game chasers if you are ever interested in like starting to search for yeah (laughs) learning how to haggle learning how to start just looking for retro game titles i mean you should watch these guys not only do you get a lot of information off of this uh show but uh they're really funny (laughs) too it's essentially american pickers with gamers video games so um, yeah. Well, what uh, another thing I want to mention about emulation, the re- one of the reasons why I think emulation isn't necessarily a bad thing is that I think there's, I think there's kind of two types of people that are very um, prominent in video games nowadays. You have the people that really enjoy playing games, and then you have people that just want to collect and just want to have the, the big stack of stuff, you know, behind them. They want to you know, show the size of their dick by how big their, <laughs> you know, their collection is. And I think, you know, just just like you and I, like, yeah, having a big collection definitely would be awesome, but it's, like, more about having games that you want to play and will and play. And it's not, like, you know, like I said before, I mean, I'm kind of an average dude, and I don't have, like, the most money in the world. I mean, I'm not poor by any means, but it's, like, I don't have, like, I'm not, like, million dollar rich or anything like that so i mean going out into the wild and i think something about the search is fun for me like just in i uh for my job i actually drive a truck around and there's a huge flea market opening up soon in an area where i drive a truck and i was just like talking myself out of it all day like i really i really should go to that flea market this week i need you know, no, I'm not going. Yeah, you know, I think I'm going to go to the flea market this weekend. So I'm just, I'm probably going to end up going to a huge flea market this weekend and seeing what I can find. Yeah, so. just take like, you know, 40, 50 bucks in cash and, you know, see what you find. Yeah. I mean, that's the coolest thing. The only thing just- that's a downside about this flea market is I think it costs to get into the flea market itself. Yeah. But whatever. that might not be a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, hopefully I can come up with something and at least get one or two titles under my belt. Yeah. Um, but going back to, um, you know, we were talking, you were talking about playing Jaws. Um, one thing we would like to do on this podcast is pick a game that we both have access to to be able to play and then talk about. And our first one that we were going to do was Karate Kid because Justin, for some reason, has a lot of nostalgia with that game. Okay, it's not... Okay, hold on. Before we go any further with this, when I was a kid and I played my Nintendo, one of the games I specifically remember having was Karate Kid. And I remember being very good at that game, especially the part where you're catching flies with chopsticks. I was really good at that. (laughs) And I just want to get that game again just so I can play it and bring back that nostalgia. Now, Corey has informed me that that game wasn't as good as you remember. It really sucks. 
So I guess we'll see. I mean, but I can't I can't say anything to that because I think I think you'll agree, even if you haven't played some of the games in a long time. There's definitely games from our childhood that at the time. I mean, we you got to think back in the day. Like we didn't we didn't have the internet. We didn't have this huge, you know, collection of games. An assortment of games we couldn't watch gameplay footage of other games so it's like you had what you had or you were able to play what your friends had and that was it yeah you know i, w- I was just thinking this past week because i've been searching down um for the ps1 the pizza hut demo discs that they used <laughs> to give out and- i remember having the one with tony hawk pro skater crash bandicoot and oh what else was on there I think Tomb Raider yeah. was on there. Yep. Yep. Um, I remember before, I mean, I remember when Tony Hawk's Pro Skater came out because I remember renting it and just being completely blown away. And then I got the demo disc. And then in the demo disc, you only play, you play the warehouse stage. That's the only thing you get to play in it. And I swear to God. The reason everybody is so good at that level is because of that demo. <laughs> yeah. And I swear, I played that for months. If not, yeah. if not, oh, like over a year. I didn't just, care if I had the real game. I just played that. Yeah, <laughs> and that those demo discs were so amazing at the time because it's like, oh, you get, you know, even if it's just a little snippet of these games, you still get to see them. And a lot of times it was like, right when a game came out, or right after the game came out, or even before the I game mean, came it, out. It was funny because uh, after Pizza Hut did that um, back in the day, there used to be like probably three major gaming magazines yeah um playstation underground was one of them yeah and playstation underground started releasing discs and probably about once a month i'd have to like i'd go to walmart with my stepdad or my mom or whatever and i would beg them for this magazine and it was huge to buy it for me so then like it was funny like i would go home i'd call all my friends and be like Oh, I just got the new disc. I got the new disc. Next thing I know, there's five other kids at my house wanting to check out the new uh, demos that we got and we were able to play. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of times that was the only way to find out about games or like what they played like or what they were like, what they even looked like. Because some of the some of those underground discs were just videos mm -hmm. of what the game was. It was like a Final Fantasy, you know, seven or whatever, like a video. Yeah. Yeah, um, I remember that was the first time I played Twisted Metal was on oh, those discs. Yeah, that's yeah. a fun game. I yeah. wish they would make a new... I would love to see an updated one. version of Twisted Metal, but I feel like they did it for the PS3 and it wasn't a big success, so they kind of got away from it. Yeah. But. I don't know if they did some cool online, you know... There was another game. I can't remember the name of it, but it was just like Twisted Metal. Like it was like cars shooting at each other and stuff like that. But I can't remember the name of it. Hmm. But Demolition Derby. That was one. Well, that was Demolition. Oh, Demolition Derby was fucking awesome. Now, I game. still, I'm still trying to find like, the second one. I think they came out with it on the PS2. But I remember there, like the graphics were obviously way better. The car control was way better. And then they. Uh, there was a level that was like on top of a roof of a skyscraper and you can knock each other off of the roof of the skyscraper and stuff. That was like the best game ever. I spent countless. I actually tried to, (laughs) I rented that from the local video store and I tried to, uh, hide it and told my game, told, told my mom and stepdad I lost it. And by then, they already realized I've done this once before, so they tore the house upside down until they found it. Oh, <laughs> and my then, God. And then went and returned it, because I did it once with one other game. It was like some racing game. It wasn't even that good, but it was kind of fun. <laughs> I just had a lot of fun with it, so they kind of... like I was like, it was funny, because when I found it, I was like, oh, it's behind the toilet. And they're like, oh. <laughs> oops. How did that get back there? <laughs> yeah it's funny it's funny i mean how kind of starved for video games and entertainment we were back then because i mean there was no netflix there was no internet you had whatever tv you know you were lucky if you had cable because i remember we never we didn't have cable until like i moved out oh we did 
but yeah, I know we were in like the weird kids that got home from well, school I mean, and watched not, Aladdin on VHS every single well, day. Well, not just that. You're, I mean, you, your family were, I mean, I didn't grow up in a fat family, but your family was a lot more active. You know, I mean, you guys did stuff as a family. We did stuff trying to get away from each other. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which is probably why you had all the video game systems on. Exactly. <laughs> kind of jealous. But, um, yeah, so uh, this was, I hope, a good indication on what the podcast is going to be like. Hopefully a little bit more energetic. It is kind of late tonight. And um, hopefully, yeah, and hopefully uh, next time out we uh, we can nail it <laughs> and have a little bit more entertaining topics. We um, do, like I said, I do want to shout out. Um, we are going to be on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and uh, Twitch. Like, I can't remember our Twitch account handle, so I'm not going to give that a huge shout-out right now. Hopefully, I have it by the next time we record. But um, our YouTube is just The Real Game Boys. Um, you can also hit us up on our email, which is the real, real Game Boys at gmail.com because some dickhead won't give us The Real Game Boys. I don't know. Yeah, he doesn't even use just, it. I know. Or it's you, can just, you can just comment on the Well, maybe he does use it because, I mean, we've emailed him several times. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you can, if you're listening on SoundCloud, you can just comment there and we'll, we'll be monitoring all that and reading all your stuff. You know, it'd, it'd be great to get a lot of fan input and, you know, talk about the stuff you guys want to talk about, get your, you know, kind of. And input. if you have a suggestion for a retro game that you think we should play and talk about, let us know because we are always up for suggestions. Uh, Corey's wanting to do like a co-op section where, on the YouTube where we can play co-op games. And the first game I actually want to do with that is uh, Army of Two. I think that would be a lot of fun to play yeah, with. Yeah. You're not in you're not into shooter games, but that's a very co-op. No, I'm into shooter games and I've been I've been interested in that since ever since you uh, told me about it. it yeah. But um yeah so like it like Corey said, make sure you give us a shout if you have any recommendations we definitely will hear them as long as those recommendations aren't less of justin i mean we can't have that play nice <laughs> i mean if play anything nice, this show i said cory <laughs> well then the podcast won't get uploaded because i do all the technical stuff so. oh shit damn okay well just be just be nice to both of us then <laughs> yeah, um well, I guess on that note, you guys have a good weekend and uh, keep gaming. Yeah.